Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Ground-pounding demons versus spell-slinging necromancers. A pounding in clown town for one night only. In the miniature pocket dimension, a place beyond space and time, it's... Oops! All necromancers. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. I am your DM, Oz the Great and Powerful, and with me at the table are Bug, Finny, Seder Druid, Hong Kong, Bing Bong, the circus, <laughs> ain't fun no more. C. Madame L, half-elf bard, now the number one spiritualist in the tri-county area, guaranteed. And Bree. Soren Dahl, hobgoblin necromancer, nesting doll or undead thrall? Before we start, I'd like to plug an event that we are doing in Springfield, Illinois at the Hoogland Center for the Arts. Hoagland. Hoagland Center for the Arts. Listen, folks, there's two O's in there. You pronounce it however you want. <laughs> On October 8th at 8 p.m., um, it's called Fantasy Meets Improv. And it's basically going to be really fun and cool. And there's a costume contest and prizes. And we're going to be there. And our skull is going to be there, you know. Also, like, they're doing a dice giveaway. So if you want, you know, free clicky clackies, then, you know. I made the dice. They're very sparkly. You're welcome. Yeah, that's a part of the costume contest. We're also going to have all of our other dice. And those, I don't think we'll have them up on our website before that show, but afterwards we will. Uh, we post all of our dice. I think you can get there by going to bit.ly slash allnecromancers. Um, also, I wanted to plug the 1982 uh, hit fantasy film, Conan the Barbarian. There's some <laughs> good things, there's some bad things, but <laughs> okay. it is a film. Wow, all right. If the ghost of Robert E. Howard would like to give me money now, that would yeah, be good. That would be good. Sponsor us. <laughs> or from Arnie, like if Arnie wants to give me a cigar. Anyway, let's do a real quick recap so we can get to the action. Last time in JJ's Hellscape, y'all beat up an old lady in an evil box, went through a mirrored maze, Soren had an existential crisis because he saw the other side, and probably the most pertinent event is that Groon is not Groon, but in fact JJ in disguise, and it's time for what may be, perhaps, the final battle. Let's get into it. So real quick, we'll set up the scene here. You guys are in a big top, about 30 foot across, you know, the red and black stripes of JJ Circus. There is netting going across about 20 foot up. Mm -hmm. So basically from the edges of the big top towards that central pole, the highest point at the central pole is about 40 feet or so. Grun is tied to a pole in the center up in the netting are four of the clowns. Uh, specifically, they are Grizzle, Tomanthe, Soup, and Daffodil, as well as Bebo. Bebo's up there. Bebo waves. And Bebo is a, a giant 
ape demon. Bebo is a borrow girl. Okay. Yeah. A giant orange uh, ape demon. Cool. With cool. <laughs> some powers that uh, are a secret. <laughs> okay. A secret treat for later. Oh, and uh, also JJ is doing a ominous I'm a big villain power float pretty close to that netting. He is floating towards the center of the big top, and we will go ahead and roll initiative. Oh, oh golly. Come on. Here we go. I got a 14 yeah. plus 2, 16. Uh, I got, I got uh, oh, sorry, you go first? No, you, no, you go. <laughs> okay, I got a 20, not natural. Ooh, nice. I got a 14 plus 3, uh, 17. Let me get all of my rolling out of the way real quick. Oh no. JJ, not very good. <laughs> 8 plus 2, 10. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> <Suck> it, JJ. <laughs> and for the collective of clowns. The clown collective. That is a. <laughs> clown collective consciousness. Sure. Uh, top of the order is Finny. Alrighty. I'm gonna symbiotic entity right Im- away immediately. <laughs> Solid Fantastic choice. plan. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, I am going to uh, look around and go, mm-hmm, no, thank you. And then uh, symbiotic entity. And uh, then I'm also gonna look at JJ, is it? He's the is he in, in my range of my friendly little maggots. Uh, he is not. You guys are at the entrance of Dang this place, it. and he is closer to the pole, so he is just out of reach. You could take five step, five foot step forward and launch him at him. Uh, sure. Sure. You want? Yes. Okay. I I look up at him and I say, I liked you, and I thought you were gonna make me. A star! Yes, well, I never really cared for children anyway. It's a nine on the die. He has a plus zero. Uh, go ahead and roll your damage. <laughs> okay. Bug barrage. Seven. seven. Uh, yeah, you launch some maggots at him, and he doesn't like it. <laughs> Turns out maggots d- aren't particularly good for doppelganger skin. <laughs> it's exfoliating, and by exfoliating, we mean putting holes in you. Disgusting little thing. Next in the order is Bebo. Bebo points a finger directly down at you guys, and I need strength saving throws from all of you, please. What? <laughs> I don't Bebo! <laughs> um, bad. Six minus one. Eleven minus one. Fourteen plus zero. Okay. <laughs> So this is how he dies. <laughs> you got a fourteen, is that correct? Yeah. Okay. Uh, the other two of you are entangled, as per the spell. So you are restrained. With what? Oh, with vines. Vines. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they grow from the ground. Great. The ground is like, uh, you know, sawdust, packed dirt, that kind of deal. Yeah, it wraps around your feet. Uh, you guys are restrained. Wow, thanks, Bebo. Which functionally, realistically, does nothing but stop you from moving and makes you bad at melee attacks, but you know. <laughs> we weren't gonna be doing those anyway. The good news is that you guys are currently uh, packed together, except for Sorn, who can move around. Oh, yes. Uh, 
other than that, he's going to go ahead and swing his way towards you guys and is now hanging from the vines above you. Or not vines, uh, rope, sorry, the rope netting. All four clowns swing their way across. They drop down next to you, uh, essentially interspersed around you guys. One is going to attack Madame L. 14 to hit. Yep. As he pulls out a uh, big bowling pin. Oh, my God. And smacks you with it. Jesus. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Dealing three bludgeoning damage. Fuck. Not too bad. No, but just the visualizing that. Ouch. I know. Uh-huh. <laughs> do they have collars on? Um. Uh, they do all have collars on. Okay. Yes. Those same sort of steelish looking collars with engraved runes. Mm-hmm. One's going to try and smack Finny, also with a bowling pin. That is a seven to hit, so that's not going to nope. do it. Do the clowns look like they don't want to be doing this? Uh, their eyes are glazed over. Oh, no. Do you remember? Do you remember when we danced together and you taught me clown noises? Please! Oh, yeah, sorry. They also get advantage because you're restrained. Uh, so that's going to re-roll that one. That's a 19 on the die to hit, Fuck. which will hit. Dealing five bludgeoning damage to Finny. Damn it! Another's going to try and kneecap Soren. That is a one on the die. Uh, he swings his bowling pin at your knee, and it just goes off flying across the room. <laughs> but that's fine, because there's another one who's going to try and smack you, and that is a... not going to do it, because that, that is a 13 to hit, I think. No, that does not do it. You were able to definitely dodge uh, this bowling pin kneecapping. I really don't want that for me. Yeah, they don't respond <laughs> to you, Finny, uh, in the slightest. Finny sheds a small tear. Okay, clowns turns. Once again, they don't respond to you, uh, except for the ones who succeeded on their hits, honk their noses in joy. Um, oh, no, they crave violence. <laughs> <laughs> Next in the order is Sorin Dahl. Okay, Sorin will be um, using my object interaction to reach into my bag, and it's dust of disappearance time, y'all. Bye-bye. Okie dokie. Um, do you want to roll the duration? Yes, I will. Dust of Disappearance is... I've is got it pulled up. 2d4? Or is it uh, 1d4? 2d4 minutes. Okay. I have it written down. You are invisible. Congratulations. Okay. Um, I will move away. I will be moving away. <laughs> Soren runs away. <laughs> Soren's signature. I will be moving okay. away. Are you moving more towards the central pole or just in a direction... <laughs> Away. Can I stay within the area of the vines, but like away from the combat? Can I move like, I guess, like, uh. Well, you can only move 15 feet, so. Okay. Like, I'll back up. I'll back away from everyone, I guess, like 15 feet. That's fine. Okay. Yeah, yes. That's my turn. You move away from the melee. Yep. It's a good plan. Yep. <laughs> okay. Madame L, it is your turn. Okay. At the beginning of this arc, Soren told us a little bit about demons. Correct. Does Madamel know if demons speak Infernal? They do not. Infernal is the language, one of Infernus, two of devils. Mm. Uh, yeah. Demons speak Abyssal. Abyssal, yeah. Shit. Yes. A different tongue. Worthless. <laughs> Completely. <laughs> oh. Cannot do anything with this demon. It's okay. I have an idea. It's not a very good one, but it is an idea. <laughs> uh, Madamel wants to look at Groon. Does Groon have his amulet on? He has his amulet, his glaive. Uh, it is tied to the pole next to him. Once again, not really sure why, but hey, they did it. Uh, he has all of his equipment okay. from what you can see, which, to be fair, is like a pair of pants, um, 
I think, an animal skin and a glaive. Okay. Oh, and a dagger as well. I thought he was wearing jorts. He is not wearing jorts. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Madamel is going to look up at Geronimus and say, Geronimus, mm-hmm. I've met a lot of men in my life who prefer to be surrounded by subservient people. And let me tell you, they are all dull and most of them are now dead. As that that last word comes out of her mouth, it kind of echoes and she casts dissonant whispers at him. Damn. Okie dokie. Girl boss. Gatekeep. Gaslight. He's gonna go ahead and do his <laughs> wisdom saving throw. Almost dropped the die. Uh-oh. Uh, it almost fell over. I knocked it with my thumb. I'm going to re-roll that. Okay. That is an 8 plus 4, a 12, which will not save. Huzzah! Finally! <laughs> a, spell. Nice. a spell actually works. That is going to be 9 damage. Okay. And um, mm-hmm. must immediately use its reaction, if available, to move as far as its speed allows away from me. He says, I'm doing this of my own volition and immediately flies straight up diagonally away. Well, straight up and diagonally are two separate things. He flies diagonally upwards away from you, uh, basically to the roof of the big top. (laughs) That is his way of getting as far away from you as possible. (laughs) Oh, shit. Sorry. Uh, I need to make two concentration checks because he's taken damage twice. (laughs) Uh, First one is a nat 20. The second one is an 18, so he is fine. He's able to maintain concentration. Still flying around like a shitty little fucked up mosquito. (laughs) Um, And then Madame Al, before her turn's over, she's going to use the bonus action and and kind of side-eye Finnegan and say, All right, Finnegan, well, um, you know vines. (laughs) And she'll... uh, (laughs) Give him a uh, a bardic inspiration. My last bardic inspiration of the day. Okay. Oh, shucks. Thanks. (laughs) After that, it is Groon's turn, who is going to, as a bonus action, rage. He was tied up, wasn't he? Uh, Yes, he is. He can still rage whether he's tied up or not. Yeah, it doesn't stop him from being (laughs) Which is important because he's about to uh, make a strength check to burst these ropes. Mm Mm-hmm. Good thing he has advantage. Wow, that was a five and then a one. Fuck, he doesn't burst out of the ropes. He's very tired, you know. Apparently. But uh, yeah, he uh, rapidly becomes hairier and, uh, you know, more vascular and flexes (laughs) and fucking nothing doing. I really hope he takes some damage before the next round or... Or before his next turn, or else he loses his ring. <laughs> it's fine. He has three of them, but it's real shitty if I use it and then he just loses it. Okay, yeah, that is Groon's turn. Uh, next in the order is JJ. JJ uh, looks down from high above and goes, Ah, I see you request a battle of the wits. Unfortunately for you, I've come prepared. And Madame L, I need you to make me an intelligence saving throw, please. Ugh. <laughs> uh, 14 plus 1, 15. Damn. He is barely saved. He casts a spell that looks like a red and black beam that beamed at you directly from his forehead. Uh, it's Tosh's mind whip. Oh. oh, yeah, that's a good one. 
Uh, you take four psychic damage. Oh, goodness. Four psychic damage. Ow. Yeah, I mean, he's just going to stay where he's at. He's good up there. It's hard to target. It's it's fine. Wait. You guys got bigger problems. Isn't he 40 feet away? Yeah. Tasha's mind whip has a range of 90 feet. Jesus. Yeah. It's a good spell. Uh, be glad that he's not of the evoking type, or he would have just dropped a fireball on you guys. That has a range of 300 feet, by the way, which is wild. That's further it's than uh, longbows. There's a reason why it's the uh, to whom it may concern spell. Yes. Okay, top of the order, it is Finny. Two clowns are within melee reach, and then two more are within your halo of spores reach. Oh, <laughs> they're my friends! Uh, specifically, the ones attacking you are Daffodil, who has a oh. large sunflower pinned to his jerkin, and Grizzle, who has constant stubble and a cigar. No! <laughs> Finny lets another tear <laughs> fall from his eye as he casts Produce Flame at, did you say Daffodil? Uh, Daffodil and Grizzle are the ones right next to you. Okay, yeah, at Daffodil. You said I have disadvantage? That is correct. Okay. 12. Yes, that will do oh, it. Oh, okay. Well, let's see. <laughs> so sorry, Daffodil. In fact, their AC is only 12 because they're clowns and <laughs> no! don't have armor or shields. Oh, no. No. They're very weak clowns. No. That's two. You uh, burn the flower off his chest. No! He does not notice. And then uh, the other clown, I am going to spit some worms on him. Uh, that's an 11 on a die. Does not save. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Four. Uh, yep, the worms uh, burrow into his face, and he does not notice. Oh, my God. Those stupid collars. It's bad. Yep, okay. It's Bebo's time. Oh, God, Bebo. So there's this interesting thing, right? It's called how the rules don't make sense and that two invisible creatures should have both disadvantage uh on their attack rolls against each other, but advantage because they can't be seen, and so it balances out to nothing. So Bebo might... Bebo's considering turning invisible to hunt Soren. But I haven't done anything. I'm just, <laughs> you know, I'm gone. <laughs> what have I done to incur Bebo's ire? But Bebo knows you the best because you've been around Bebo more than anyone else. Yeah, but I probably would have intentionally tried to avoid Bebo because Bebo's extremely dangerous and no one believes me. Bebo knows the fear in your eyes. We're, oh no, We're just Bebo. trying to make sure Bebo doesn't fuck with us anymore. Uh, Bebo also has blindsight. Burl girls have blindsight. Well, fine. Whatever, Bebo. <laughs> Whatever, Bebo. Fuck you, Bebo. <laughs> so, hey, hey Bebo. fuck you, Bebo. Hey, fuck you, Bebo. <laughs> fuck you, Bebo. <laughs> While hanging from one arm makes a complex arcane gesture with the other hand what? and pops out of existence. Oh my god. He's doing, what's that stuff that Naruto does? Uh, the entangle dies off because concentration switch. Hooray. Yay. So you guys are no longer entangled. And... All of you just hearing, oh my god! And there is a pounding noise behind you, Soren. And so scary. Bebo's gonna try and oh no, sorry, turning invisible is Bebo's action. 
Mm-hmm. Bebo does nothing. But he's nearby, maybe. Fucking, that's so scary. I'm so <laughs> afraid of monkeys. That's so scary. I know. Barlgurus are some of my favorite creatures. Like, not even just demons, but like, they're one of my favorite creatures because the sheer terror of this, like, 10 foot tall orange gorilla turning invisible and then you just get turned to a paste is so good. Uh, it's really horrible. It's extremely horrifying, I must tell gorillas, you. monkeys, apes, chimpanzees, whatever. They're scary enough. You don't gotta make them invisible. Uh, I should also mention that this thing, like Barogros specifically, uh, can long jump up to a 40-foot distance what? or oh high jump the- up to 20 feet. This. What the fuck? I hate this. This is so terrifying. God, I love Barogros. Okay, so that's Bebo's turn because he can't do anything else. Um, clown time. <laughs> Gonna go ahead and do a little smackaroo to Finny. Uh, luckily, you're not restrained, but that is still a 18 to hit. Yes. Uh, not bad. Don't minimum damage. Uh, three bludgeoning damage okay. as you are smacked over the head with a bowling ball. Or not a bowling ball. A bowling pin, yeah, sorry. Bowling a bowling ball, ball would be so frankly ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, and Daffodil is going to go ahead and also smack you. Uh, 16 to hit. Yes. Also minimum damage. It seems like maybe they don't want to hurt you too bad. So three damage. So six total. Correct. Okay. And Tom and Thee and Soup going to attack Madame L. Uh, Tom and Thee is going to miss. That is a seven. Soup is going to try and smack you on the toe. That is a 14 plus four, 18 to hit, yep. which will do it. Dealing five bludgeoning damage as you feel every bone in your foot break. Oh, oh, oh my God. Yeah, that that hurt a lot more than Geronimus's attack. Have I said that I hate clowns? They don't mean it, madam. Soup honks his nose at you in response. Soren, it is your turn. Okay. You feel hot breath on the back of your neck. Oh no! Here's the thing. Um, a dodge action is still. I still get my movement, right? Yes, you do. Uh, it just takes up your action. Okay, I'll be doing that <laughs> and moving away. <laughs> Okie dokie. Take the dodge action uh, and flee from this big, horrible ape. Mm-hmm. Uh, you feel a whoosh as a massive fist pass right behind the back of your head mm-hmm. and Evo pops into existence. Okay, nice. That's what I wanted. Thank you. <laughs> I can now see B. He's now Sibo. Sibo! <laughs> Bebo turned into Sibo. Sibo. Okie dokie, Madame L, it's your turn. I think Madame L is going to look up at Geronimus and say, Geronimus, mm-hmm. why don't you come down from there? And um, as she does, off of her comes kind of like the blue force that you've seen with the spirits and stuff, the way they materialize, and it kind of flies up mm-hmm. at him. And it's probably hard to see from the ground, but around him, kind of a cloud of spectral hands comes in and starts grabbing and tearing at him. Mm-hmm. And this is effectively Cloud of Daggers, which is a second level spell. Horrible. Oh, just 
Oh, hands. Ooh, worse. You made it worse. Uh, dexterity saving throw? No, it just happens. Oh, right, because you drop it on a square, and he takes damage at the start of his turn, doesn't he? Yeah. It is Grun's turn. Grun has not attacked anyone or dealt damage, so unfortunately, his rage ends. So he tries to rage again. (laughs) (laughs) We'll try and burst these ropes. Place your bets. Place your bets. (laughs) How strong is this rope? (laughs) Is Grun angry enough? Okay, that is an 8 on the die, which will not do it, because that's only a 12. It's a fucking 1. Okay, yeah, he doesn't burst the ropes. Oh my god, no! He flexes again, and if someone can't either cut the ropes or punch him in the face, he'll lose his rage (laughs) again, and then he'll have to use his last one. Okay, anyway, it's JJ's turn. Uh, he takes damage at the start of his turn. Yeah, uh, it, he takes 4d4 slashing damage. Jesus, okay, go ahead. Uh, so 12 damage. Nice! Okay. I basically uh, wanted something that would definitely hit, so I would potentially disrupt his concentration. He got a 10 on the nose. So, he maintains, because uh, half of that would have been 6, so mm-hmm. the DC was only 10. Uh, but he maintains flight, and yeah, he's not going to stay there, because he's not stupid. So he floats back down uh, through the netting. Uh, intelligence saving throw, please, Madame L. That is a 10. Once again, that beam launch out, linking their foreheads together. But this time, Madame L did not resist as well, and... Oh no, you got mind whipped! We'll say that if there were, like, a cartoonish x-ray of Madame L's head, you would see her brain just sort of bouncing around inside her skull. Oh, my God. Oh, that's very bad. That's magic. It's horrific. Uh, <laughs> Horrible. You take eight psychic damage, and also, you cannot take a reaction till the end of your next turn, and also, on your next turn, you have to choose whether you move, get an action, or a bonus action. Uh, so top of the order, Finny. So, well, should I should I try to help Groon or should I keep whacking these fucking clowns? I think you need to help Groon because we're fucked. <laughs> okay. Would it burn? Could I burn the ropes with a with a produced flame? It would deal damage. I, I mean, it doesn't specify what type of damage they have to take or whether. I mean, ropes not resistant to anything, so okay. you could. Okay. Okay. So I think I am going to do that. Yes, I'm going to try okay. and free Groon. By producing flame at the rope. Okie dokie. Uh, go ahead and roll to hit. I'll pull up that fun little objects chart and we'll see what AC you need to get. A 17. Ah, oh, that's more than Woo-hoo! enough, bud. Nice. Roll your damage, please. Don't get a one. Six. You launch this ball of flame and then maybe like split it midair by splaying out your hand and each individual rope just disintegrates, just turns to ash. Come on, Groon! Sorry, I didn't do that earlier. I thought you would be able to, uh, never mind. Just come on! He is foaming at the mouth. Okay, well then I will turn to Daffodil. Enough, yeah, another tear coming from my eyes. (laughs) And I will spit worms onto Daffodil. Okay, constitution saving throw. That is an 18 on the die. Okay, well, instead of 
worms, I spit tears uh-huh. upon him. <laughs> it's Bebo's turn. Yeah, Bebo. Hmm. Bebo has choices. Bebo can either chase down Soren, which does sound fun. <laughs> I. It would be fun, I imagine, for a demon. Or alternatively, he can deal with a threat that uh, is free and has a glaive. So I think he's going to do that one. Yeah, I mean, I'm intensely non-threatening. I've done nothing but run away. So there's this fun thing about having multi-attack, which is that you can space your attacks out. So Bebo is going to swing his fist at Soren. Um, I'm trying to... It's not my turn yet, so I think I still have... Until the start of my next next turn, any attack roll made against you has disadvantage if I can see the attacker. He's no longer invisible. Okay, yes. Um, they have. He has disadvantage. Okay, well, he has this thing called reckless, so he doesn't have disadvantage. Okay, so it's just flat. Yeah, he makes reckless attacks, so it'll be flat against you and advantage against Grun. Okay. That is a 17 to hit. That will hit me. Okie dokie. Oh, boy. Um, oh, no. Eight bludgeoning damage. Alrighty. As he just fucking socks you, he gives you a Charlie horse. Oh, God. Real bad. A real bad one. And he continues on his way, runs up to Groon, gonna try and punch him in the face. 21 to hit. Absolutely will do it. Sorry, Groon. You know I had to do it to him. No. No. Uh, And then it's gonna try and take a big meaty uh, monkey bite out of him. No! Gross! That will still hit. He bites a chunk out of uh, Grun's shoulder. Oh! Oof. Disgusting. Mm-hmm. It's gross. Okie doke. Clown time. Oh. Uh, 13 plus 4, 17, which will hit you, Finny, dealing 4 bludgeoning damage. Oh. As you were once again, and kabonked. I am ejected oh. out of symbiotic entity. Oh, rip! And Madam L, that is no joke in that twenty. Mm. Stealing three, four, five, six, six bludgeoning damage. Madam L is down. Oh no! Oh my god! I didn't god. know you were that hurt. Kabonk. Yeah, Madam L is good at. Uh, She's like a cat. She's good at hiding uh, whether or not she's injured, I think. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes, uh, as her Jeez. other foot crunch shatters, um, and Madame Il collapses from the pain. Madam! The, the writhing mass of spectral hands at the top of the tent uh, disappears. Soren, it is your turn. Okay, uh, I'm going to go ahead and can I make it to Madame L? Uh Yes, the entanglement is gone, so you can easily move up to them. All right, it is. It's potion that time. That puts you in the uh, clown melee, but hey. Yeah, I'm invisible. It's fine. I'll deal with it. <laughs> I'll deal with oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> keep forgetting you're still invisible. Yeah, I intend to keep that as long as possible until I actually have to start attacking. <laughs> um, Christ. Okay. Um. Well, then I'm gonna go ahead and uh, sidle on up to uh, Madam L, and I'm gonna feed you my potion. Sorry, I'm not doing any RP, but Sorens would not be saying anything, so <laughs> I don't want people to know where I am. Um, and what is it? 2d4 plus what now? Uh, 2d4 plus 2 for a potion of healing. Okay. You get back 7 HP. Wow. Okie dokie. 
Uh, Madame L, it is your turn. Um, you live. Madame L uh, gasps herself awake, and immediately as she wakes up, uh, the same kind of spectral presence emanates out of her towards Geronimus, mm -hmm. and she's going to cast the Cloud of Daggers again. Just Okey trying dokey. to bring that little man to the floor is all I care yeah. about right now. <laughs> okay. He will take damage on his turn. I assume you also stand up. Yes, yeah, yeah. Or hobbles. Yeah, might as well use that move. Hobbles her way up yeah. because seven hit points really isn't that much anyway, so. No, especially not when your toes were crushed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> maybe, I fi maybe I fixed a couple of them. It's just your pinky toes please now. Please don't touch my feet, Soren. <laughs> <laughs> Horrible. We don't. <laughs> I was trying to dance around that one, but hey, if we're just gonna step on a landmine. I fuck. This I guess was, fucking go for it. It was a potion, okay. None of our characters have feet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> canonically, can except Finny very obviously does, but no toesy woesies. We're like brat dolls. Anyway, yeah, that's okay. It's yeah. Grun's turn. As he grabs his glaive and takes a big whack at Bebo, um, and yeah, Bebo's bleeding a bit. That's his turn. That's all they do. JJ's turn. Uh, Madam L, go ahead and roll your damage. Two. Eight, nine, ten, eleven. Ooh. Your cloud of daggers, or sorry, your grasping hands, you see that this time, perhaps there's a bit more volatility behind your spell as he is nearly disemboweled Whoa. by your uh, spooky yuki hands. <laughs> he is on death's door, but still alive. He is going to go ahead and make that check. He got a 15 on the die. Keeps his concentration. God damn, damn this it. man's gonna keep flying even after he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> a floating corpse. And he coughs up some blood and uh, wipes it away from his lips and goes, doesn't even hurt that bad. <laughs> okay, top of the order. Finny. Uh, yeah, so I'm just going to... <laughs> I'm going to look at Daffodil and I'm going to say, I'm really, really sorry, and I hope that we can get that collar off you soon. But for right now... And I headbutt him. Okay, roll the hit. Uh, should I... Should I yeah, I'm going to shillelagh my horns as well as a bonus action. Yeah. I got a one. Hmm. I think you go to headbutt him and just completely miss and somehow end up headbutting the ground <laughs> and essentially knock yourself prone. Uh, you will not be able to use your movement this turn to okay. stand up. <laughs> That's fair. That is how we will deal with a one, considering it's not based on a spell, which, who boy. Lucky, who lucky. boy. My tears were filling my eyes, and I I just mm. missed because I couldn't actually see where Daffodil was. <laughs> you did miss. Uh, do you want to reaction spores one of them? Yeah, I'll just kind of, from the ground, without even looking up, I just <laughs> kind of wiggle my hands at Daffodil. And... Uh, that is a critical failure. That is one on the die. So go ahead and roll your 1d4. Okay. Non-lethally. Can I non-lethally use my words? You cannot non-lethally with this. I am sorry. It's necrotic no. damage. Which who's less hurt then? Daffodil or the other? 
Daffodil is okay, less Okay, I'll hurt. do Daffodil then. Three. Uh, Daffodil is on Death's door, but Daffodil is okay, not dead. Okay, thank God. And uh, that I am going to use my special ability to um, regain half of my uh, spell slots rounded down from my amulet as my uh, amulet glows and I just feel reinvigorated. <laughs> Okie dokie. Next is going to be Bebo. 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 Okay, yeah. Uh, y'all just see Bebo just fucking haul off and punch Groon into the face, bouncing oh. him off the pole. Oh, oh God. And then oh. Uh, pick him up and bite another chunk oh out of God. him. Oh, my God. no. Uh, but Groon is still standing. Groon is that so is less tough. dwarf than there was. He is quite bloodied, but he is still standing. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's Bebo's turn. Clown time. So they're once again going to try and club you while you're down. No, this is so sad. I'm just laying in the wood chips crying. <laughs> okay, they have advantage because you're prone. <laughs> Fuck. First one was a 15 Fuck to hit. Fuck me, yes. Dealing three bludgeoning damage. Okay. That was uh, Grizzle and Daffodil. It's going to... That was a... Almost the exact same rolls. Uh, still a 15, which will uh-huh. hit. Dealing uh, five more bludgeoning damage. Fucking okay. And Madam L, you are at the very least standing, which is good. Uh, that will not hit because that was a two on the die. Uh, that will not hit because that's a six plus four, ten. Great. Uh, it seems like you're just sort of able to... Stumble the, my way out of the way. Yeah. Yeah. So they try and swing upon you again. I've been really helpful, guys, I know. <laughs> What's this magic plan you have? Uh, Soren, it is your turn, so. T- to go invisible and hide. <laughs> <laughs> it's changed now. Um, okay, uh, then I'm going to, like, lean over and try to whisper in Madame L's ear, Don't kill JJ. I, I need him alive, okay? Just trust me. Ah. <laughs> um, and then I guess I'm gonna uh, 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 it's bag it's mysterious bag time okie dokie bag, bag, bag I just get my finkies in there I just start reaching in I'm grabbing stuff now Soren would not know what a tennis ball is but you the audience hopefully and you my players know what a tennis ball is uh, you feel what it seems like there's a singular tennis ball within this thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you draw it, and it's just sort of this fuzzy orb. And almost instinctually, you know to toss it. Or at the very least, you're like, hey, what the fuck, and toss it. Yeah, I think as soon as he touched something fuzzy, he probably threw it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and would you like to roll for what it is, or would you like me to roll? I would like to roll, if I may. What do I roll? It is a D8. A D8. All right, let's see what we got. No modifications, just tell me the number. Okay. Seven. How fitting. You toss it out, and it's just sort of this, like, sort of tan yellow orb, uh, and it bounces a few times, and then there's a... of smoke. Mm Mm-hmm. And standing in its place is a lion. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) It acts on your turn. Mm Mm-hmm. It is a bonus action to command. Mm-hmm. Not bad. They have pack tactics. 
a bite, a claw, running leap. They can pounce. Yeah, so if you want a bonus action, command it what to do. Okay. Oh, it on my turn? Yeah. Okay, sick. Um, can I have it run, like, straight forward and jump at Bebo? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll go ahead and have it pounce. Okay, so the claw plus five hit. I have advantage because I'm assuming Grun is considered a bud. Yes. Okay, here we go. It's lion time, y'all. 18 plus 5, 23. That will hit. Which okay. Which means I need to make my strength saving throw. Mm-hmm. Uh, the DC is 13. I got 15 on the die. Okay, nice. Then I'm just going to go ahead and roll the claw damage. This is a good bag. <laughs> uh, nine damage. Nine slashing damage. As the lion, like, leaps on him and just starts going to town. Yeah, it's not good. Most people aren't happy with a lion attacking them, and Bebo's no different. Mm-hmm. I meant to do this earlier, but I was too busy running away and trying not to die. <laughs> you are good. Madam L, it is your turn. All right. I need to think. So Soren just whispered in Madam L's ear and said not to kill Geronimus. And then a ball mm-hmm. comes out of nowhere, transforms <laughs> into a lion, and rushes at the demon. Correct. It's this all... is the sequence of <laughs> and events. it's happened it's in six real seconds. Loose. This has actually happened more within, like, a second. Like... You hear this, and then a lion appears. Okay. With no explanation. <laughs> Though you do hear Soren whisper, sick him. Madame Al, I think, is probably irritated that Soren disappeared immediately. Um, mm-hmm. I also saved your life, thank you very much. Well, but she hardly even knows that. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's true. I was invisible when I did it. All right, uh, Mr. Soren, wherever you are, I cannot fathom why you would want me to keep this man alive, but I want this man dead. And she uh, will cast Dissonant Whispers at him, at Geronimus. Okie dokie. So we'll make a saving throw. Oh, he's not going to, because that's a three on the die, seven total. Go ahead, roll your damage. Okay. Ten damage. Madam <laughs> L, finish him. The bluish spectral glow that we've become accustomed to issues out as she wishes for this man's death and uh, flies at Geronimus and spins around him and as as it spins around him the faces that we've seen I think the last we saw was the the duelist and the the two uh, halflings uh, we kind of catch glimpses of their faces in this swirl as it kind of compresses around him and then explodes outward. Horrible. Yeah, uh, he reverts back to his doppelganger form as his uh, corpse plummets to the ground. Wow. And next in the order is going to be Grun, who's absolutely, once again, going to hit Bebo. Okay, yeah. Grun takes a big, mighty swing and Gives Bebo a smackums. Does Grun consider the lion? <laughs> that is now. <laughs> uh, Grun is not paying attention. Grun is uh, once again sort of half morphed into this vaguely werebat form and growling with determination, we'll say, as he focuses on, you know, this thing that's literally almost two and a half times his height with massive fists the size of his head trying to kill him. I think he does not even see anything else that's going on. Mm. 
Uh, that is Grun's turn. JJ is dead, so he doesn't get a turn. Uh, top of the order, Finny. Uh, can I look into the eyes of the the goblins and see if anything has changed? Um, as JJ's corpse plummets to the floor, they drop their bowling pins and stop. Daffodil, are are you are you okay? Daffodil looks down where uh, the flower was pinned to his jerkin and sort of rubs his chest and looks pretty sad. His flower's gone. <laughs> oh, also, he's in pretty bad pain. I'll get you a new flower, I promise. And then Finny, <laughs> oh my God, that's so sad. Um, Fuck. Okay, Finny is doing pretty bad. Really bad. Actually, quite bad. Should I attack Bebo or should I just heal myself? That seems pretty lame, though, if I just healed myself. Um, how far away is Bebo from me? Uh, considering you have not moved and Bebo is up near this pole, only about 15 feet away. Hmm. Okay, then I, I'm gonna turn my attention away from the clowns and, uh, shoot a flame at Bebo. Okay. Uh, you have advantage on this because Bebo has been recklessly attacking. <laughs> a 19. Uh, that will hit. <laughs> okay. Six. Okay. Uh, you fling a ball of fire at Bebo and you see it... It looks like a decent amount of it is absorbed before it forms a scorch mark on his fur. Well, I did my best, folks. Mm -hmm. uh, but it is an actual, like, burn. Okay. You did burn him. Well, cool. It is Bebo's turn. He's going to continue recklessly attacking. Uh, first punch is going towards the lion that's on his back. <laughs> Punch! <laughs> Punching a lion. Um, That was... Let's see, math, 8 plus 7, 15. Yeah, that'll uh, hit. Uh, the second one's a 20 total, which will also hit. Two punchies? Yep. Okay. Five damage to the lion. This is punched. He's mm -hmm. going to swing his other fist while doing so. Uh, Groon looks like he is on death's door as mm -hmm. this punch. Oh. Uh, you see that... His normal barrel chest is a bit caved, and he's wheezing. Oh, oh my god! Uh, and finally, the bite is going to go for this lion as Bebo turns and tries to bite its head off. Dealing 10 damage. Okay. Lion is still up, but... That is Bebo's turn. It is clown time. Uh... <laughs> The clowns look at you, Finny. Yes. And then sort of make a sort of we're sorry gesture. <laughs> Whether it's like one drops to their knees and, you know, holding their hands is like begging you. Uh, and the rest pick up their clubs and rush towards Bebo. I forgive you. So we got three attacks against Bebo. Um, Let me do math real quick. I can do this big brain moments <laughs> as they just sort of repeatedly pummel Bebo with their clubs uh, <laughs> and he is not looking well. 
He is fairly bloody, bloodied. The tides have turned. <laughs> Fucking picturing this in my mind right now. <laughs> it's very really comical, great. but also <laughs> so fucking bad. Like, there's a lion that has a chunk bitten out of it. Is one of the clowns riding the lion? <laughs> Please? Uh, no, one is currently up on Bebo's shoulders, bonking him on the head. Okay. He does have a comically big lump coming out of his head, which <laughs> has worrying implications, but you're not sure on the anatomy of demons, so maybe they just do that. Soren, it is your turn. Okay. Um, Soren's pretty mad. I'm not mm -hmm. gonna lie. Um, but he's not going to do anything about it right now, so it's lion time. I'm imagining Sora just watching on, being like, yeah, yeah, yeah. get it. <laughs> get it, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, the first one was an 11, second one was, was a 12, plus 5. Is this 17 hit? Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm just doing another bite. Chomping into okay. Bebo. Got a taste for demon. Roll your damage. Uh, four piercing damage. Okay. Uh, so, can I go, can I run up to Groot and give him a Gatorade? <laughs> you can, uh, sports bottle him in the mouth with a potion if you want. <laughs> Here you go, champ. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll run up to Groon and attempting, I'm assuming because maybe Groon is just sort of screaming. Um, I'm just like trying to like aim it in his open mouth. I'm going to go ahead and uh, give him the a potion of heroism. Okay. So he immediately gains uh, 10 temporary HP and is under the effects of the bless spell for the next hour. Mm -hmm. Much appreciated. Yes, you give him some of that tasty blue Gatorade. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> and his, uh, his muscles ripple with Appreciation. I don't know, man. And electrolytes. <laughs> and, ele and electrolytes. <laughs> yeah. Electrolytes. He, sorry. I should say that, uh, like the commercials, his sweat turns blue. Wow. <laughs> Just uh, like in the commercials. Worrying. Beautiful. Um, Madame L, your turn. Okay. Madame L's not looking good. Uh, she's kind of leaning on her cane. And I think she would kind of slowly approach Geronimus's body uh, mm -hmm. with this horrible, writhing mass of ape and clowns uh, in the background behind her. Mm -hmm. To herself, she'll consider the ape for a second and uh, say, maybe Mr. Soren is right. A devil would not hold itself in this way. Hmm? And cast vicious mockery at the demon. Okay. Mock that demon! demon! Okay, as a two on the dice, so four total. It works. <laughs> you hurt the demon's feelings. <laughs> That's four damage. Okay, I'm so glad that it's not hurt enough that you could potentially kill it with that. I was, <laughs> how embarrassing. I was so hoping that it would be. That would be very uh, funny. That's the last straw. It gets disadvantage on its next attack roll. Okay, your cutting words injure it deeply. <laughs> it doesn't know what you said, but it was really rude. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't like your tone of voice. I don't like that tone. Okay, uh, Grun's turn. That is a fucking nat 20. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Big boy crit. So he's going to go ahead and deal uh, 2d10 damage. Soren, you would see this in glorious technicolor from your position. Oh, God. Grun, with a final yell, takes his glaive and 
punches directly into the stomach of Bebo, and it breaks through his back. Oh, my God. And he just lifts upwards and essentially swings Bebo over his head into the pole, pinning him upside down, dead. Uh, I should mention that Groon is currently drinking the blood that is running from Bebo onto his clay. What, what the fuck? <laughs> Can I roll an arcana to see if that's, like, fine? Is that, like, okay? Is that, like, okay? Demon blood? Yeah. But he's full of heroism right now. That's fine. Okay. Just checking. It, they counteract. It's like when you put <laughs> vodka in Gatorade. Exactly like that. It's a hundred. It's exactly like that. When you mix a potion <laughs> and a poison, they neutralize each other, but you gain the benefits of both. Duh. Okay. I'm gonna go over to JJ. He looks pr- pretty much dead, but I want to make sure. No, he's dead. Dead. Okay. Well. His. We'll say that um, the way he landed, his neck is at an unnatural angle. Mm-hmm. Madamal is standing opposite from you, just kind of staring at it. Well. Can't fix that. I should hope not. By the way, you're still invisible, Soren, aren't you? Yes. <laughs> um, about 30 seconds after all of this, there is, like, a fanfare of trumpets and confetti cannons fire off. And then a doorway appears. What? If y'all want to give me a uh, investigation check, you can. Sure. We should check this man's pockets. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> Madame L got a, an an 18 investigation. Um Finny got an 18 as well. Uh I got a 24. You all simultaneously uh follow the wire attached to the base of these confetti cannons and see that it links up to a clockwork uh timer to hmm. detonate them. It seems like maybe he was cocky enough to think he could have this whole thing done by a certain point. Mm-hmm. And not die. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Did I mention the doorway reappeared? Yeah, the doorway reappeared. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's what, Where's my lion, by the way? What's the lion up to? Oh, uh, it's hanging out. It's joy. Wouldn't, wouldn't it be, if, it, if it's not receiving orders, wouldn't it be doing what lions do and also eating the demon alongside Groon? I'll let that happen. Uh, I mean, it's it's munching a bit on demon, but, you know, they're just sort of hanging out at this point. Mm-hmm. They're buds. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, specifically, totem barbarians can speak with animals, so. Um, well, Finny is still, like, laying where he was. Mm-hmm. Um, and just kind of glances around him and goes, Okay. You guys can come out of the cloak now. I think it's over. Uh, Wallace comes out of your cloak, rubbing his back, and uh, Thaddeus is giving Wallace a little shoulder rub. It seems like maybe Wallace got bonked at some point. Oh, no! Um, and I then mean, he's I'm fine. also... He's undead. Like, whatever. Going to uh, touch my forehead and cast Cure Wounds on myself. It's a good plan. Or five, six, so I have six points. That's quite better than two. Mm-hmm. Bree, you said Soren is invisibly rifling through Jer Anonymous's things. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Uh, Madame L is kind of standing over you as this happens, and she says to you, um, 
Mr. Soren, I would like to say that the spirits overcame me and had me seek revenge for them, but sincerely, I thought it best that it happened this way. Well, it's always about what you want, isn't it, madam? (laughs) Because have you ever stopped to consider that just because some of us are hitched to your wagon doesn't mean we're all going in the same direction? He knew things that I needed to know. I would not have asked you if it wasn't important, but it doesn't make any difference now. I'm laying straight on my back still as the rats are on my stomach and I just lift a hand in the air and I go, we'll just look through his cabin. You mean the cabin that everything was stolen out of? But maybe there's, look, try some optimism. At least we're alive. I think Madame Al would eagerly accept Finnegan's out of this conversation, honestly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I think her first instinct is to probably lash back, but uh, perhaps she's been tempered a little bit uh, through all of our past exploits. So I think she will say um, it is not the best situation, but we will help you look through the cabin. Well, thank you. And we have all that money. It's ours now. That's pretty cool. Could be nice, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, does he have anything on him now? Working on that. Um, So his boots is magical. mm -hmm. You know this. Uh, You don't know for certain other than they can turn into stilts, Mm -hmm. seemingly of varying sizes. Um, The staff is magical. Uh, and with your closer investigation, you saw that, like, it looked just sort of like uh, a staff made of oak, but mm-hmm. like it was two intertwining branches uh, that seemed to be fused. And you notice that uh, it's coated in brown paint. It is not actually wood. Huh. It seems to be clear underneath. Uh, there are scratches near the end from where he was bonking things when he was disguised as Groon. Uh, other than that, he also has a ring that seems to be made of solid lapis lazuli that has a glittering eye carved into the face of it where a sigil would normally be, which is also magical. Um, and in his pockets, you find a ring of keys and two gold coins emblazoned with the symbol of the endless spiral in his pocket. Mm. Oh. Is that... Uh, Can I do an arcana check if I know if this is, like, a common thing? Yeah. Uh, this would actually be either history or religion. Okay. Yeah, let me take a look at that. I don't know any history or religion, so I'm not even going to try. I have a plus three to history. I rolled a six, so I uh, have a, a nine. Um, You recall them being some sort of symbology kind of thing, but you're not really certain. Mm. Uh, your schooling didn't really touch on what was referred to in Helvetir as the old gods. Mm. So, mm-hmm. uh, May I see those for a moment? Oh, sure. Uh, and knock yourself out. Thanks. <laughs> you can't tell if that was supposed to be passive aggressive or not. Because earlier, <laughs> like the day before, he was unconscious like four times. Uh, thank you. Um, 
Uh, yeah, I take the coins and I'm going to go ahead and you said I can use history, correct? Or religion, yes. My history is better, so I'll go ahead and roll for history. Okay. I'm going to take a look at these coins, see if I can recall anything about them. I uh, rolled an 18 plus 5, 23. 23 is blowing that DC out of the water. Uh, Do the coins explode? <laughs> <laughs> You walk into your mind palace and grab the <laughs> tiny book labeled Endless Spiral, and you open it, and you scroll down the page, and you go, oh, yeah, the two gold coins to place on your eyes. Mm. Oh. It's a Charon thing. Oh. It, it's basically a Charon thing. The idea is some people adhere to the idea that there is sort of a guide in the Endless Spiral that will lead you, and it's it's payment. Hmm. So. Gotcha. A superstition or what have you, people would occasionally carry two gold coins mm -hmm. uh, emblazoned with the sigil of the Endless Spiral. One, so you don't spend them as actual money. Mm -hmm. uh, two, it's some walking around money. And three is, hey, you never know if it's true or not. So I'd rather think I'd like him to wander endlessly. You're probably not the one who will have to deal with that later. And then I guess I, I after I see these very nice shoes, um, I guess I look up at Madame L and I'm like, it feels a little on the nose to steal a dead man's shoes, but, um, they are nice. Uh, I guess I pop them off, pop off his shoes. <laughs> Okie dokie. Add to your inventory, uh, JJ's shoes. Oh, cool. Add JJ's shoes to my inventory. Let's see. I think Madame L is either eyeing the staff or the or the ring. Um, I don't know. Can I can I see if I'm drawn to one or the other? Sure. You want me to roll for you, or? Oh, I don't know. Should I? Can I do an Arcana check? Uh, yeah. I mean, you. you I would prefer you specify which one you're Arcana checking because essentially this is okay. Yeah, we're trying to recall knowledge. If you've heard of an item like this kind of deal. Madam, I would probably be more inclined to know about that ring. So we'll the fancy lady. We'll mm -hmm. we'll check about that then. Okay. I got a thirteen plus three, so that's a sixteen. Uh, this is a ring known as a ring of truth telling. Mm. Um, after you are attuned to it, you are given an advantage on insight checks to determine if someone is lying to you. Oh. Oh. Great for merchants or, you know, really anyone who potentially is dealing with a lot of people who lie. Sleazy man! Mm -hmm. <laughs> Investigators, that sort of thing. Finny walks up to the staff and kind of kicks it and goes, What is that? Plastic? <laughs> does plastic exist? <laughs> I don't think plastic exists. Plastic, plastic does not exist. <laughs> um, what is this strange material? Fantasy plasticine. Uh, whenever you kick it, instead of a kind of thunk that you would get from wood, uh, it resonates slightly. Oh, Finny, please don't kick the potentially magical items. Uh, I I just... Okay, um... They have a tendency to explode if you hit them too hard. Mm, that would be kind of fun, but... Not, not if you're holding it. <laughs> just be careful, please. Um, can I roll to... See if I, for some reason, would know what this is. Sure, Arcana check. Okay, I don't know what this is. I got a five. <laughs> uh, it's a staff. 
Uh, I continue Certainly. to nudge it with my hoof. Uh, just, what is this? Um, I appreciate your uh, gusto in in attempting to um, identify this object, but it doesn't feel like wood. And trust me, I know trees <laughs> and wood and stuff. And this is not a tree. Just let me uh, take a look at it, uh, uh, Finny. Maybe. Um, well, I'll give you a hint. It's not wood. It's not wood. It's a start, at least. Both Wallace and Thaddeus nod sagely as you say this. <laughs> <laughs> it's a 12 plus 5, 17. Damn. You are certain it's magical, mm-hmm. but really you've not encountered something like this. All right. As you are looking over it, you feel the sigil emblazoned on your palm sort of twitch. Oh, and a small glowing green hologram of Gustav pops up out of your hand <gasps> and says, Got items that you're sure are magic, but don't know what magic is in them? Come on down to Gustav's and get a free consultation today. And winks at you and disappears back into your palm. Can Madame Elle roll to, <laughs> to, to know what's happening fuck? with that? <laughs> oh, my God. Sure. It'd be Arcana once again. Yeah, I'd like to do so, too, considering it's my fucking body. Well, you, There's too many guys living in me. You know what you did. I got an 11 <laughs> plus 3. You know what you uh, did. 14 for Arcana. Um, it is obviously a magical sigil. Uh, you're not sure why it has adware installed, but it certainly <laughs> seems to. <laughs> Madame L just kind of raises her eyebrow as she pockets this truth-telling ring. Um, I uh, may have stopped in to uh, visit uh, Gustav a little earlier, um, and we made an arrangement. I didn't know I was going to be receiving unwanted and unnecessary advertisements as part of the bargain, but, you know. How many deals is this guy going to make? <laughs> Fanny, you don't know anything about that. Oh, pretend I didn't say that. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot I didn't know that thing. Erase this from my canonical memory. (laughs) (laughs) Madam, I will say I, uh, a a fan of bargains and and contracts, are we, Mr. Soren? Oh, yeah, a fan. I just, I just love it. Just absolutely bananas for them. I think while all of this is happening, Finny is kind of just like sitting on the ground with the clowns and they're all in a circle and they're doing kind of a like a meditation circle. Clown yoga. (laughs) Can I cast detect magic as a a ritual on the staff to see if I can figure out the school of magic? Sure. Okay. yeah, I guess I um, I don't know what the setup for detect magic looks like. You sort of. Frame your hands like you're framing a shot while looking at it. Mm-hmm. My and fingers small, glow. <laughs> yeah, the small portal between your fingers glows, and it has a strong aura of abjuration. That is the only magic school okay. type. Okay, let me mark that down. Uh, for those for stop. those of us who may be uh, not too familiar. It's protection magic. Okay. <laughs> for those who are unfamiliar. Uh, abjuration can be other things, but typically it's some sort of protective thing. Mage armor, shield, uh, I'm pretty sure that Blur, now nah, Blur's probably illusion. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. 
it's a relatively safe school of magic, right? So it's not likely to have any... I, I mean, yeah. They're majority protective spells. Okay. Okay. Barriers, stuff like that, like uh, Blade Ward, Resistance. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Finny? Uh, yeah? Are you... You look like you're in the middle of something. I, Should I wait? I, yeah, I'm a little worried about my little friends here. You, you, you see, okay, they uh, look not very uh, good. Uh, f- fair. Um, I'll, 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 I'll come to you. Just, he stands up and, like, hovers on the outside of your circle. <laughs> Finny's just patting all of the uh, clowns on the head, just going, It's okay. It's okay. How are the clowns looking now? Yeah. Grun popped off the collars, but uh, but yeah, they're disoriented. They are sort of looking around. One of them looks at the uh, mutilated corpse of Bebo and throws up just um, a little bit. Yeah, I mean, they're not looking horrible. They did take a bit of damage. If anybody looks like stable enough to talk, I do. I mean, I do have some questions. Do you speak goblin? <laughs> yeah, we can't I, talk to I, them. I think so. I guess you are hobgoblin. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. I forget that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, who do I know the best? I probably I wasn't like super friends with them, but who do I know the best? I would say of the four that are there, probably Grizzle. He's kind of their under unofficial leader. Okay. He's the one who's always he is your stereotypical sad clown, uh, mm-hmm. stubble. A big cigar in his mouth, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Grizzle, I realize um, uh, you've just come through a very difficult e- experience, but how, but how did this happen? What do you mean? The collars and the mind control, was this recently implemented, or has this always been the case? Not always for us. I mean, we just sort of, you know... Woke up here, I guess. Oh, okay. Um, I don't remember much over the past day or so. Fair, fair enough. Um, well, uh, uh, well, you don't have to worry about it happening again, I guess. And I kind of look over at JJ. (laughs) No, he is, uh, decidedly dead. Extremely, very, so, is everyone ready to leave? I don't think I want to be in here anymore. I would very much like to not be here because uh, I don't seem to have my matches on me. So <laughs> he sort of looks at Finny and then looks at you and goes, "Can you can you tell the kid to do the fire thing?" Oh, uh, oh, I'm, uh, sh- sh- sure. Um, uh, yeah, uh, Finny, could you um give Grizzle a light? A light? Like? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I can. I'm assuming for his... Oversized cigar. Correct. Over The hilariously, comically oversized cigar, yes. Okay, yes. Uh, Finny lights the cigar. Okay, you light it, and it immediately explodes and covers his face in soot, and then all the other goblins laugh. <laughs> they were just playing a goof on him. Oh. It's clown stuff. You understand. <laughs> the clown biz. Are you down yeah. with the goblin clown? That's show business. <clears throat> okay, uh, yeah, um... We didn't ever resolve the staff entirely. Oh, uh, yeah, We did I not, other that. than it has abjuration magic. Yeah, I meant to give it to Finny, um... Yeah, uh, it should be, uh, it should be safe, um, Finny, at least 
relatively. I can't tell you what it does, but uh, based on my investigation, it shouldn't um, shouldn't do anything dangerous. So should be safe to hold on to, at least. Okay. Man, I've always wanted a walking stick. So I guess this is pretty cool. Yeah, um... But it's not wood. Considering this is a quarter staff, it's like six and a half feet long. It is taller than Finny. <laughs> Finny is very excited about this very tall, not wooden stick. Oh no, I've given a child a bow staff with no training. Finny <laughs> 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 runs away with it after the clowns. Look at what I got! <laughs> oh god, Finny, why? <laughs> why have I done this? Um, does Grin seem okay, too? Does he seem feel be feeling a bit better? Oh, he's all right. He's currently trying on his new boots. Oh, nice. They look good. Wait, I thought Soren um, got the boots. I was, I, I identified them. I wrote them down, but I don't need the boots. Grin looks up and goes, I hate being barefoot. <laughs> Worst part of the whole damn gig. Oh, God. So, yeah, he puts on his new boots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can you, um... Can you do the, the thing? The stilt, the stilt, the stilts thing? Oh yeah, man, watch this. And you see he just sort of clinches his calves and gets about ten foot taller. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> and starts sort of teetering back and forth and he's like, whoa, whoa, hey, whoa. <laughs> and drops back down to ground. <laughs> hey man, feel good. Oh, yeah. I never thought he and I'd be the same shoe size, but, you know. <laughs> I... Shoe sizes are a thing in Tethmir, by the way. They're oh. also a thing in Tethmir from back when, from when I was from. Also. Standardized shoe sizing? <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> back when cavemen were around, they had a very organized shoe sizing chart. Hey, now listen, I am maybe not a cave. Okay, I, I may be a dwarf from a cave, but, you know, this requires some more <laughs> How is Gruden talking to Bug? He just sort of stares off into the distance. <laughs> Not only he comes back down from the stilts and is staring into nothingness. <laughs> he got tall enough to talk to me. He got I tall gained, <laughs> I gained a new perspective when I was up there. Above table. <laughs> is this how Spaws feels all the time? Oh my god. Speaking of Spaws, I... It seems like we're about to go out there and break it to the entire circus that, well, their their ringmaster is dead, uh, for what that's worth. Are, do we need to be concerned, Groon? Do you know how many people were on JJ's payroll, as it were? Not, the, not his literal payroll, of course, but I mean the metaphorical killing children Correct. payroll. Correct. Yeah. 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 No. <laughs> I, I reckon perhaps that the majority of them were, well, I don't know. What's what's your kill count looking like? Um, one, two. Well, we left the one alive. Uh, the, Who did we well, leave alive? Yeah, the, the, the fish man. Did we? Yes, we did. We felt bad. Erlurk is probably still, and I gesture with my thumb, like, behind us, in there. I mean, was... Was he like, you know, was he like the clowns and Bebo or? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very traumatic experience. I recall tying him up and leaving. You know, I don't really know a whole lot about 
fishmen or whatever, but did he need to be in water like a fish does? Because... Oh, I don't know. Oh, he might be dead then. Ugh. You ever just, like, tossed a fish on the rocks and... Watched it die? No! No, 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 not like watch it die. Not like a weirdo or nothing. <laughs> just, just you know, watching it suffocate like a weirdo. No, no, no. See, so you're fishing and you forgot your buckets. And so you just toss them on the rocks and let, you know, the gods sort them out. Hey, listen, anyway, I'm pretty sure that he was on the payroll. Always came by and stole my meat and was an asshole or whatever. So, you know, don't feel too bad about that one. <laughs> <laughs> Rest in peace. If he is alive, we're trapping him in this eternal, like, <laughs> microplane. He did try to yeah, kill well, us. Yeah, you know. But I also don't want to waste the air, like, the recording time to go back and get him. Yeah, no use crying over a flopping fish. <laughs> what, uh, that's why I always say, so. Yeah, uh, he did try to kill us, so. Well, then. Perhaps it's time we took our leave. Yes, I, I agree. Yep, yep. So, uh, about that leaving, anyone know how to do that one? Or are we assuming it's through this door here, or...? Presumably, yes. Uh, there doesn't seem to be any other, um, method of egress, so... Yeah, I'd be real fucked if this thing just kept going, what with him being dead and all, you know? That'd be weird. That would be very unfortunate. And he hefts his polearm over his shoulder and, uh, heads towards the door. Yeah, I'm gonna... I'm gonna try to be the last person out. Okay. All right. If nobody's looking, I'm going to try to surreptitiously scoop up some of this demon blood. Give me a stealth check, please. Stealth. Uh, 16 plus 3, 19. Okay. Uh, I'm pretty sure that beats everyone's passive perception. Yep. Yeah. You get your blood. Little, little scoopums of demon blood. And I guess I uh, mentally nudge the lion awake. I'm like, come on, bud. Time to go. The lion follows. So, uh, yeah, Groon opens the door, and for just a moment, your perception of the room beyond is a bit skewed, and then you do a little bit of uh, mental geometry there, and you reckon that this door is probably the one that JJ told you to not go through, as you see JJ's cabin. Oh, okay. With someone sitting at JJ's desk. Oh. Huh. Oh, With a rifle pointed at the door. Oh. It is Buzzwhip. Uh-oh. 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 He looks at you, and you look at him, and there, well, I won't speak on your end, but on his end, there is quite a large amount of shock, because he did not expect you guys. And he lowers the rifle and goes, Ooh, shit. Come on out, y'all. You about gave me a heart attack. Uh, hello, Bebo. Well, that's weird, because my name is Buzzwhip Soren. You should know this, but... I've had a day. Certainly. Well... Come on out. Where's uh, the old man in charge? <laughs> oh, 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 JJ? JJ. JJ. Killed him. <laughs> you what? You killed him. Yeah. Well, hot damn. Yeah, he's kind of a real jerk. To say the least. The things he was doing in there, oh my god. Certainly, certainly. So, uh... Y'all figure it out, or... Um, no, you probably didn't find the papers, because I got the papers. You have them? And he holds up what? two sheaves of paper. Since, uh, since we're, um, you know, uh, work friends and all, uh, may I see those? Sure, sure. I mean, you gotta, you know, come into the room and not stand in the doorway, but sure. Uh, oh, uh, right, sorry. <laughs> Does he, has he lowered his gun? 
Oh, he lowered the okay. gun as soon as he realized who you guys were. Yeah, he, okay. he doesn't have the rifle point at you guys. Okay, so he's not okay. acting suspiciously at all. No, 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 okay. no. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, uh, th- thank you. Um, also, a heads up, um, there were some other um, <clears throat> casualties. They were trying to kill us, though, so, like... Yeah, understandable. I did do a, a roll call this morning and realized we were missing some people. It seems like um, JJ's been mm, drugging and imprisoning members of, of, of the circus to send them through some sort of experimental hell maze. Oh, really? I thought he was just, you know... Kind of a fucking weirdo? Well, I thought he was also just sort of giving up members of the circus to people, but I'm hey, hell maze. It didn't really have that one on the old what? the old possibility list. But what? The, what was the first thing you said there? You said you said something. Well, Soren skipped over it you, a little bit. You remember? Me, no, you remember me telling you that people don't stick with the circus too long, yeah? Yes, it was really um, foreboding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> certainly. Well, it should have been because it seems that. Well, have a look at the papers and draw your own conclusions. Uh, we'll we'll do. Um, I don't mind the lion. She's fine. Soren, recall. Recall what we've been doing for the past month. A lion? A lion's nothing. Come here, girl. And he holds out a hand and the lion approaches and nuzzles into his hand. Oh, oh why is that so cute? It's because it's a cat, but big... Big cat. Like a big cat. Uh, mind you, uh, this lion's head is probably Covered about blood. the size of his because gnome. Oh um, my god, little man in daylight! While, while all of this unfolds, can Madame Al do a stealth uh-huh. check to try to hunt down that gold? Or maybe she wouldn't even do it stealthily. Um, yeah, that's our gold. Yeah, she's... No stealth about it. She's going to start rifling around and try to find that chest of gold. Oh, sure. Hell yeah. Madame Al, you... You go for it, you know, survival of the fist, to the victory of the spoils, way of the beast. All means about the same damn thing in my experience. You just, <laughs> you kill him, you get the loot. <sighs> I'm going to clear this place out here in a minute anyway, so, you know. I don't, I don't want all of his belongings. I just want the gold that he stole from us. Yeah, we rightfully earned that gold. I will, I'd turn a blind eye if you wanted all his belongings. I mean, he's not going to use them, certainly, so. That begs the question, what... What's going to happen to the the circus folk? Well, Swaz and I, have, we were originally going to split off with, you know, the clowns and some of them and my bestiary and make our own circus. But, well, I guess the circus can be ours now, huh? Community owned, no longer under the hand of a cruel master, that kind of thing. Uh, very good. Very good. Um... I'm going to sidle over next to Buzz Whip. What they say, the first one, um, it has not been posted or anything. It's just a simple scrawled message in sort of a spidery hand. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it says, Ringmaster, the bearer has been freed from their cage. Eyes open. High importance. Any means necessary. The Lord requires it. BT. Uh, The Lord is capitalized. Whoa. The other reads... Ringmaster, the Lord requests more raw material. When shall the castle bear witness to the grand spectacle? The mysteries of the spiral must be explored. BT. Spiral is capitalized, as is Lord once again. Mm. BT? Correct. BT. 
I... Has there been anyone with those initials through the circus buzzwhip? Not that I know of. BT. It's like a... It's like the sandwich, but they lost the lettuce. Do you have listed on your sheet what you found in the records in the guard tower? Oh no, Oz, my brain is cheese when we record. I don't remember things. And that is why I'm giving you an intelligence check. Oh, thank fucking God. Okay, I rolled an 18. What do I add? Your intelligence Intelligence modifier bonus. Okay, so plus three. 21. You take a stroll through your mind palace once Mm -hmm. again. I put away the book that was used before. Uh Uh-huh. And you pull out a small book labeled Aloysius Meftil. Mm. And uh, High Arcanist is crossed out, and below it is written High Biotechnist. Oh. And the B and T glow at you. So it's not High Arcanist, it's just Biotechnist now? And then the word material jumps out of the letter at you, and you think back. I guess I'm, like, sitting or, like, kind of, squ- like, leaning over looking mm. at these papers, and I just don't... Uh, were you guys reading them with me? No. Or was Madame L was looking yeah, for... Yeah, Madame L's loudly rifling through things. Finny is trying to look, but you're too tall, so Finny just keeps going, What's that? What's it say? What's it? What is it? Buzzwhip says... Now, Sora, what do you think of the name Buzzwhip's Bonanza and Bestiary, a Spaws and Smack production? <laughs> that sound good for the circus? Uh, yeah, it does. Um, yeah, some alliteration. Yeah, it does have um, a nice flair to it. Yeah, so anyway, those uh, ringing a bell or? Yes, I'm going to make it very clear that I would recommend if you and Spaws and the rest of the circus folk are intending to continue operating, that you erase all records that you or anyone here was ever affiliated with JJ. Well, it's going to take a lot of paint, but I reckon we can do that. JJ was evidently involved with someone um, unspeakably dangerous who would not hesitate to remove... Yeah, yeah, you know, trimming off the loose threads, I understand. We'll go into town, get some paint, and get things covered, and start rolling out of town tonight. I would recommend it, and if possible, you may want to avoid Nethraxel for a while. Um, this person probably will come looking for JJ when he doesn't report. Sure, sure. Be good to pop back by home and see how things are going, so I think we'll head Expanseway. Very good. Um, I, like, fold up the letters and put them in my pocket, and then I'm gonna rifle around in JJ's drawers and see if I can find anything else. Has... Madam L found our gold yet? Uh, you find a lock chest at the end of his bed. You have not found the gold anywhere else, but you've rifled through everything else, pulled out the drawers on his uh, wardrobe, opened it up, searched through. You found a bunch of different clothes and outfits and what seemed to be old ringleader outfits, but you have not found the gold. You reckon this chest is the only one because it's the only chest there. Uh, Mr. Soren, do you, do you still have those keys? Uh, y- uh, yes, yes. Um, I, I hand you the keys. Excellent, and she will try to use the keys to open the chest. Yeah, you uh, you go through some that seem to be about the right size, and finally on the third one, you are actually able to turn it in the lock. There is a click, and the chest opens. And inside is a smaller chest that you recognize as the one you gave JJ, as well as a few other items. 
there is a small one-foot rod with a brass button on the side, mm-hmm. a coil of black rope, uh, what seems to be a small sort of wand made of uh, wood that is cracked and glow- leaking glowing violet energy. Mm. And then below all this is a folded up piece of cloth that seems to be made so- of some sort of silk weave that shimmers like storm clouds. Ah. Uh, like gray clouds. Where do you all suppose that he got all of these magical items? He doesn't seem like a particularly intelligent man. He saw people. Uh, so I doubt he would have any problem stealing magic things. Yeah. Hmm. Does it look like all of the gold is here? As far as you can tell. Uh, you didn't count it before. Um, if you set down to count it now, I can tell you the amount. It'll just take a small period of time. Uh, at this point, Buzzwhip has excused himself because he's going to get the circus ready to leave. So, Are the clowns still in here, too? Or have they left? The clowns have sort of filed out after they realized that Finny got distracted with something else. They've kind of caught what's going on with how Buzzwhip rushed out and have followed to assist. Okay. Notes-wise, Soren, you tear through his desk. There are no hidden compartments within the desk. Mm-hmm. Uh, you find... You know, sort of tax records and general oh, record he pays keeping. Taxes? Whoa. Wow. To a certain Meftil, yes. Yeah. Because officially JJ Circus is based in Meftil's lands. Yeah. Um, oh, I love it. Yeah. But just like purchases and shit like that. You don't really find anything of interest. Okay. Uh, maybe a small sheaf of papers that's like circus attraction ideas, but. It, it's nothing <laughs> particularly interesting. Mm-hmm. He's got any got any fan fiction in there? No, why would he? Because <laughs> he's a freaky little Never guy. <laughs> <laughs> would you like to know about his novel called The Piss Wizard or The Wizard? <laughs> no, I'm fine. It's just for you. Is that what you wanted? No. Also, there's nothing wrong with fan fiction for people who like fan fiction. Ah, there's many things wrong with it. Don't at me. Um, <laughs> anyway. I'm just going to gather up all of these glowing items and we can address them later. I get the sense that there's a bit of urgency in the air so we should, well, what are we doing? Well, don't look at me. I don't know what we're doing. We need to leave. Eve? Fast. Well, should we go to the expanse with the circus? Far away is better. Um, we can't stay where we are now. Murdering JJ aside, um, I suspect things are going to start to get quite ugly in this particular little corner of Nathraxel quite soon, and we don't want to be present for it. That sounds suspicious. What do you mean? And ominous. Yeah, bud, so uh, who are we killing next, then? Um, can can we talk about this later? Can we... We need to figure out where we're going first. If we are sticking with the circus and... We shouldn't do that. If we shouldn't do that. No. But, but... We don't want to be anywhere near anyone who was affiliated with JJ. Then where are we going to go? I don't know. Uh, we are a month's travel into Nithraxil, Mr. Soren. I, from what I've seen, I, I would be afraid of traveling alone in these lands. Well, we do have, you know, each other. And also... 
let me see if I'm getting this right, book boy. <laughs> you think they're going to be chasing the circus, right? Whoever is tied up in whatever the fuck JJ was up to. Potentially, yes. So then, why don't we keep heading the way the circus was going? If they're chasing the circus, walk right past them. What? What? The direction the circus was going, not will be going. It will be going southwest. We will be going north. Well, what's... What is in that direction? Does anyone know? So I'm staring off into the distance for a second, um, <laughs> and I'm kind of, like, rifling around. It. When I was looking around in JJ's stuff, was there um, was there a map or or anything? Like, I'm rifling around trying to find a... Um... He had a map, yeah. Okay. It had a route marked on it, which was the path of the circus. Okay. Um, okay, uh... Just give me a second, um, and I'm going to clunk down some stuff to hold the map out flat on the table. So we're about here. I think, Groon, you're probably right. And once we pass the Blackfall River, um, we'll be in someone else's domain. It's less likely, much less likely, we'll be followed across that particular border. The Lords of the Council, um, there's a lot of infighting and nobody really gets along, so... But you don't know who is currently in control of those lands. Uh, do I know? I knew ten years ago. Has it changed? The lands uh, directly across the Blackfall are the lands of Lady Anastasia Erzbet. Okay. It, well, um, as of about ten years ago, it was still under the control of Lady Anastasia Erzbet. Um, so it's likely um, we'll have a better chance of of hiding out there. And what kind of monster was she? I'm I'm sorry, Mister Soren. I I understand the logic of trying to follow the the trajectory of the circus to avoid detection. But you said it yourself, getting. Getting as far away as possible is the most important thing. It would be my preference to stay with the circus and get out of this horrid land. There's a problem, however. It would take it would take too long. If we if we head west, we're going to be in these lands for longer than we can afford to be. If we head north, we are outside Meftil's um, area of control, and that is the immediate most pressing issue. Once again, as Finney often does, he's standing in the middle of them, looking back and forth, trying to decide who to side with. This is the first time you've said the name Meftil. Is this... I remember JJ mentioning that name. Is this who we are afraid of? Yes. Well, not me personally. I'd really love to shove a pike up the guy's ass from the sounds of it, but, you know... I feel that way a lot about a lot of folks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we'll just talk about it above table. I, like, as a player, I would love to stay mm -hmm. in Nithraxel and, and and enjoy all of the horrors and stuff here. But Madame mm -hmm. L is, like, has been programmed to completely, from, like, growing up in Helvetir, she, like, Nithraxel mm -hmm. is just this hellscape, you know? Yeah. And the rulers are all monsters and and vampires and yeah yeah dracula yeah dracula <laughs> it's hard it's hard for for me to justify 
any plan that takes us out of the like safety in numbers, right? Uh, mm-hmm. And not to mention safety and like I think Madame L feels more comfortable with the shtick of the circus. I mean, there's no spiritualist anymore, right? So she would have like there's just lots of motivators for wanting to stay with the circus. I'm not sure how to approach this because like I can't, I can't like Soren would not stay with the circus because he's worried he would he would get literally everyone murdered. Like get everyone killed. But he can't tell you that because then you might not let him stay with you guys and then that would also get him killed. Right. Benny is neutral. And Bug Bug is also neutral. Um sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. We we have asinine characters that have <laughs> have, have really backwards. We have problems disorder. <laughs> Madam, I, and, and Finny, and Groon, but particularly you, Madam Yes, Ellen, I'm here also. <laughs> <laughs> I understand that we don't always get along. And I know that you understand that there are extenuating circumstances co- contributing to that. But, Madam, please, we need to leave, and we need to leave as quickly as possible, and we can't stay with the circus. I I know we bicker with each other, but you've s- saved my life, and I've saved your life, and please, just please, understand I wouldn't be recommending this if it wasn't that important. Well, why is it so important, then? Why do you want us to leave so badly? You're keeping so many secrets. How are we supposed to trust you if you don't trust us? I do trust you, Finny. I just don't want anyone to get hurt. Friends don't keep secrets, Soren. And Wallace and Thaddeus shake their heads in disapproval. Friends do keep secrets if it gets their friends killed. Uh... Another ominous turn of phrase, Mr. Soren. All right, we'll try this one on for size, right? So someone's always going to be out there to kill you. Always. Forever. And your life, always. That is how life is. So you can either run and die like dogs, or you can turn around and fight like a bear. Would you rather be a dog or a bear, huh, Finny? Well, I can't turn into a bear yet. Um, but I do think they're pretty, pretty cool. You're worried about staying with the circus because the circus could be attacked, right? Yes, and it may regardless if anyone's recognized, but they'll move faster with fewer people and they know, I believe I gave Buzzwhip sufficient warning. Can I do some kind of insight check at this point to see the idea that being fewer people, that just doesn't make sense. There, There's more to it. And I think Madame L can, would like to at least do an insight check to know if there's something he's leaving out, you know? Sure. Oh, I mean, there's, like, big fucking gaping holes in everything that I'm seeing, so... A nat 20. Oh! No! <laughs> um, no, it doesn't make sense that a circus would travel faster with less people, because realistically, all you're moving is one rat wagon from the chain. Yeah. You could certainly infer that, yes, that Soren seems to think that the circus is more likely to be attacked with you guys in it. Okay. Very well. 
if taking this little detour will appease you and we can get out of Nithraxil as soon as possible afterwards, then I will agree to it. Oh, thank the gods. Yes, that's fine. We need to get ready and we need to go. But, but what about my friends? Why don't we plan to, to rendezvous with them? Um, you promise? We'll see him again, kiddo. Okay. Trust me on this one. We'll, we'll try to meet up with them, um, in the Thalmeric Expanse. How does that sound, uh? Okay. Does that sound nice, Finny? Yeah, I guess. I think so, too. Um, and I, uh, immediately, I don't know. I'm just gonna go back. I'm gonna leave. Um, <laughs> right then. And start packing. I'll get the horses. The horses? That's how you say horse, right? Yeah, <laughs> horses. Like the riding sorts. The horse. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yep, getting them horses. Well, they do have names. Buttercup and Buttercup 2. Right. So, never mind. <laughs> never mind. Won't even recommend it. He leaves to presumably go prepare the horses. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see, do we, ha- is there any way we can borrow some of the, like, is there any way I can talk to Buzzwhip about borrowing some provisions and stuff? I mean, we don't need a, a lot of them necessarily, but more than we have. I mean, he'll give you some foods. As you're walking away, uh, Madame L shouts, make sure you mention the rendezvous. I will. I won't forget. I do. I do mention it to them. Okay. I want to make sure I tell Buzz, tell Buzz Whip. I, I wasn't lying about that. Yeah, you mark down a uh, small border town on the uh, map, and he agrees to meet you there in uh, six months. Uh, it was nice working with you, Buzz Whip. Thanks. You also. Catch you um, uh, later. Soren, we're not doing this one, so what'd you think of the name? Real quick, before we go. Good? Bad? No, I, I think it's fantastic. I really do. It's bold, it's catchy, it's memorable. Right, we'll add a small note on the poster that says, Supported by one Soren doll. No, I don't, please. Absolutely not. Well, it's kind of a thing whenever someone supports you as a, a sort of patron that you shout them out in the credits, you know? I mean, I appreciate the gesture, but don't tell anyone you've ever met me. Supported by Sorendal Herb Jibblin Wizard. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. We have fun here, don't we? And Finny, uh, Finny goes to the clowns one last time and, and pretends to honk his nose and does a little dance. They honk their noses sadly and then do a little dance with you. It's beautiful. <laughs> One goes to pull out a handkerchief and then wipes his eyes, and then the clown next to him grabs that handkerchief and pulls it, and it pulls out a second one, and then he wipes <laughs> his eyes, and this continues until all the clowns are holding a bunch of handkerchiefs tied together, wiping their eyes in sadness. <laughs> I think on the way back to the cart, Madame L would stop by Lady Z's uh, tent. Steal all of her shoes. Well, kind of. It's weird, but like I mentioned before, shes I feel like shes she hated the woman, but she was still a little sentimental towards one of the only people in her life. So I think she'd want to grab something of... Sentimentality and also value? Yes. Uh, you open a cabinet at the very bottom, like where she keeps all her, her gubbins and 
gugas and what have you. <laughs> and you were forbidden from opening this cabinet while she was alive. Ah. And you see why, because inside is an obsidian skull with gold fittings to hinge the jaw and golden eyes that are inset with small amethy- amethysts for pupils. Wow. This is a sick fucking skull. <laughs> I want this skull. Yeah. This skull sounds dope as fuck. This seemed to be her primo prop. Oh. She keeps Maybe something that was whipped out for, you know, like lords and what have mm-hmm. you. Wow. Yeah, I suppose Madame L would take this pretty shiny skull. It's roughly the size of a human skull. Oh, God. Heavy. After, like, everything else is sort of set up, I'm going to start packing all of Madame L's fucking 10,000 trunks. <laughs> wow. I know. No complaining. Didn't even have to ask. Is Finny back yet? Uh, yes. Finny uh, got done saying his goodbye to the clowns and came back to the cart. I don't know what to do now. We head off, right? Mm-hmm. I think so. Mm-hmm. Am I steering the cart? I don't know, are you? Yeah, maybe I'll sit up there with um, Groon. He'll drive a cart. Yeah. While I keep turning my head back around and staring over our shoulder every 30 seconds. Yeah, I think Madame Al would sit in the back with Finny. Mm-hmm. She's not particularly happy about leaving the circus either. Mm. They're both being <clears throat> emo about it. Yeah. Uh-huh, they're <laughs> sulking. Yeah, so... uh. Soren, you mind if we make a pit stop? I got something to pick up from the, the hag stake there. Uh, if you make it a quick one, yeah, yes. Yep, sure. And you guys stop in front of the hag stake, and uh, he walks in through the door, and then you just hear a thump, and then hurried footsteps, and Grun runs out. Uh, the hag's head thrown over one shoulder, a keg of something over the older, and he says, all right, man, book it. Let's go. Okay, okay, okay. Hero's fee. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and you whip the reins and race out of Grishtal, heading northwest into the lands of Lady Anastasia Uzbet. <laughs> That's the a end. place with no vampires. <laughs> Certainly no vampires, especially none of the Tepesh or Dracula or even the Bathory kind. <laughs> that would be weird. Oh. <laughs> Welcome back to the end of the episode, everyone. Well, howdy. Like I said at the beginning of the podcast, on October 8th in Springfield, Illinois, we will be doing an event at the Hoogland Center for the Arts. It's called Fantasy Meets Improv, and there'll be funny things, scary things, maybe? I don't know. You'll have to come and find out. Costume contest, dice winning, good things, skull, the skull... And as always, the best way that you can support us, if you'd like to support us, is telling your friends that you like us. You really, well, really like say us. say you better want to support us, I reckon. By now, I suppose. You're 30 episodes in. I reckon you want to tell Daddy Apple Podcast that you want to listen to us and review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts because uh, Daddy Apple Podcast. I don't remember how we got into this. Um, how you got to Daddy Apple Podcast? <laughs> it's me, Daddy Apple. 
And this is my podcasting company. In other words, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It really does mean a lot. It helps with the all-powerful algorithm. Daddy Podcast has a mean algorithm. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I maybe we'll see you next time. I don't know. Daddy Podcast might get us all messed up. Please listen to the next episode. It's a good episode. I promise. We won't talk about Daddy Podcast no more. Oz had to drop into the end of the outro just to just to do some damage control. That is correct. I'm not normally there, but <laughs> bye bye. Bye.